Welcome to the Bloom Podcast. I'm your host, Bridget. Now let's grow together. Hello and welcome back to Bloom. I am happy to be here with you today after taking the week of Thanksgiving off. Um, so it is good to be back. I hope you and your family had a great Thanksgiving. I know the holidays can be somewhat stressful and it's busy and you're running from place to place and um, on the road, making all the stops. So hopefully you were able to be present and enjoy those that you were with and you walked away with a full belly and a full heart. Okay, so I almost had a little teeny tiny Thanksgiving fail, nothing major. Um, but for those of you that know me well, know that I have probably just a handful of things that I cook on my own. Um, I don't really cook or bake a whole lot. So at Thanksgiving every year, I always get asked to bring this orange cheesecake and I made it once and it's been requested from then on. So my former neighbor, Annie, she had given me one of her family recipes that, that they use a long time ago. And I always pull it out and I've probably like dropped it in my purse when I was going to the grocery to get the ingredients to make sure I've had everything. And I did not put it back in the recipe box. So I started to get everything ready to bake and I'm digging through my recipe box and I can't find it. So I go through it a few times. I'm not having any luck. I took everything out of the box, still nothing. I went to my favorites on my camera roll because sometimes I'll take a picture um, of the recipe and then I'll add it to my favorites. And then that way I can always go back and refer to those recipes and just have it right there. That's really handy in case I'm out and I do need to pick something up. I don't have to wait until I'm back home to do so, but I'm in a panic and I can't find this recipe. And so I text Annie and I said, I need, I need your help. <laughs> I know she's probably, I felt so silly because I know she's probably in the middle of getting ready for her family Thanksgiving. And here I am making this a crisis and it's really, it's really not, but, um, this is what I said I would bring. I was going to make three of them said I was going to bring them and, um, I can't find it. So anyway, I shoot her a text and said, Hey, if you can get your hands on it, send it my way. If not, not a big deal. But in the meantime, I hopped on Pinterest and I'm trying to like frantically find a similar one. I knew, I know most of the ingredients, everything that goes in. I just wasn't sure of the amounts and like what goes with what and which ones for the icing. And anyway, I was getting it all confused, but the ones that I found weren't exactly the same. They were calling for, I use vanilla pudding and the ones that I saw on Pinterest all use lemon. I'm like, I know it's not lemon. I know that's not right, but she texts me back and she sends the recipe. But as she sent the recipe, she apologized and said, it's dirty. I hope you can read it. And I responded and I said, the good ones always are. You know, that's how you know that it's been used several times. It's been shared. You've cooked with it. You've had it out. It's been passed on. That's how you can tell it's a good one. And when I said that, I thought about all the recipes that I had just frantically thumbed through five to 10 minutes ago, you know, looking at the different splatters from the spaghetti that we've cooked or the um, stuffed shells or this chicken casserole that my aunt gave me that I've used numerous times, this taco casserole that came from my grandmother, you know, all these recipes that I've seen just recently looking through that, trying to find the orange cheesecake recipe that came across that had the grease stains or had the dirt on or had the food stains on it. You know, those were the ones that I would typically go to several times for a meal with my family or friends. You know, if I'm trying to, you know, make sure that it's something that either everybody's going to eat or it's something that everybody, it's a fan favorite, everybody's going to love. You know, those were my dependable ones that I could always count on, you know, my favorites. 
I've got some really picky eaters in my house. So, you know, we've got to have our go-tos. Those, those definitely play a part. But I started thinking about this in relation to other things that, that were all, you know, go-tos in my life. You know, I've got my favorite pair of jeans and they just fit just right. They're worn in and they're my go-to, my comfy shoes. You know, they're broken in, even though they've got like the scuff marks on the side and scrapes my car. That's another thing that's pretty dirty, especially with four kids. You know, anybody, anytime that somebody has to ride with me, I'm always saying, oh my gosh, I'm sorry. It's a mess. But hey, we, I've got four kids. We, we live in this car. We're always transporting back and forth. Um, I don't know that my car is as dirty as my husband's car. Um, his truck it is pretty, pretty dirty. Um, we work together. So every once in a while we do get to go and take lunch together. And there's always this, you know, when I get in, I'm usually dressed up for work. So when I get in, I'm trying not to like rub up against the dirt clods that are on the side or, you know, sit in the, the dried dirt that's in the seat. Um, there's no telling what's in this truck. You know, his truck literally smells like dirt on the inside because he's always outside bringing literal dirt in, um, in with him, you know, at the parking lot at the bank, there's a, there's a parking spot that's designated just for him because every time it, it rains, um, there's these mud clods, they just drop onto the concrete and it makes the outline of his truck. So we can always tell where Jacob's spot is, but, and I crack up about this, but it's, it's not necessarily about the dirty truck. It's the fact that it reminds me that his truck is lived in and it's played in, you know, he goes and he explores, he's not afraid of, of getting it dirty. He isn't stressed out or obsessed about, you know, one little speck. If it's not clean, he doesn't care. He really doesn't. Um, doesn't matter what his his title or what he does. He does not care. I'm here to tell you, you know, he's using it and he's not afraid to go off road, seek adventure. He is going to just plow right through. That's just the type of person that he is. You know, I think about other things in my life, too, that are dirty. And I think about I've been doing a lot of dishes lately. It seems like with cooking and baking and trying to take things to go to different different Thanksgiving meals. My kitchen sink has been a nonstop pile of dirty dishes and as soon as it's clean and the sink is empty, they get filled back up again. You know, it is a never ending cycle. And I'm trying to be be grateful for those dishes in my sink, you know, and I, I look at this as an opportunity to see how I've been able to utilize those those meals or that that food and how it's been able to serve um, and feed my family, to feed my friends, to um, help give us an opportunity to gather around the table, have conversation and share stories and make memories. Um, just like my car, you know, it's at any given time, it is probably going to have a couple pairs of shoes in there, some socks, um, somebody's extra outfit that they've changed out of at any given time. You know, there's always extra something. Um, and I do, I feel like I'm always just trying to say, Oh, sorry, excuse the mess. Let's just sweep those goldfish crumbs right into the floor. Don't mind the science project that's growing in the back cup holder. It's fine. You know, my house my kitchen sink, my car, you know, all these things I could pick up and clean. And a few minutes later, you can't even tell, you know, it, it's just, it takes so long to pick things up and it literally takes seconds to make a mess. But I think about all these things and I think about how they're dirty and how embarrassing it might be at times. And I just say, don't look too close. It's messy, but that's our life, right? It's messy. It's not perfect and put together. It is messy. You know, it's not this carefully curated spotless example that everybody thinks that it is. 
so much of the time we throw it out or we want to try and cover it up or we want to stuff it. I remember trying to show my house and I remember hiding things in the washer and dryer, all the clothes, all the extra stuff. You're shoving it in, in places that you think nobody's going to look because we don't want them to see the mess. One of my daughters has recently discovered press on nails. And I swear we are super gluing those things on every 30 minutes. She's gotten to the point where she's realized that she just needs to tell everybody else, you know, just ask them to do everything for her. She's not going to lift a finger because if she does that, she might pop a fingernail off. You know, so she's over here saying, can you hand me my drink? I just glued my nails back on. I don't want them to fall off. Or can you put the dogs up? I know I'm supposed to do it, but if I, if I put them in the, in the, their crate, the latch is going to break my nail. Or you're going to have to buckle me in the car because I'll lose a nail. (laughs) It goes on and on and on with everything. She's figured it out. She's smart because she knows that she's, she's getting away with it. I'm like, Riley, you're just going to have to let those nails pop off. You know, you're going to have to just take them off and be done with it. But she's not using her hands because she wants to keep them just so. She wants to keep it perfect. She doesn't want to touch anything. She doesn't want to mess it up. She wants to keep it perfect and pretty. She doesn't want to get them dirty, so to speak. This week coming up is December, and I cannot believe that it is here. As I was preparing for Advent and this Christmas season, I started thinking about how I could serve others more. You know, what can I do to make sure that my focus remained on what this season is truly about? And so like my daughter, it's easy for me to sit here and say, can you go do this for me? Let somebody else do it for you so that I don't have to lift a finger you know, I can just, oh, I'll, I'll have somebody else drop this off or I'll have somebody send that in, you know, but that is completely different than rolling your sleeves up and getting your hands dirty and really taking action to serve. You're going to take that risk of popping that fingernail off. You're going to take that risk of maybe you're going to ruin an outfit. You're going to take that risk of maybe you're going to get, maybe, maybe you stink. I don't know. There's a difference. It looks different when instead of saying, I wish I could do more for you. I wish I could do more for them or wish I could do more for this cause than it does to actually say, I'm here, put me to work. It looks different to stare at those clothes in my closet, not getting worn than it does to actually do something about it and to donate them to a shelter. It looks different to see that my afternoon is free on my calendar and to keep it for myself than it does to actually show up and serve at a shelter or drop off supplies to somebody in need or to go volunteer my time. It's different. And this is what I want this community to be about. I don't just want it to be about talking, about blooming in the growth process. I want it to be more about doing the actual process. And in that, how we bring others with us. You know, there are some of you that listen that I've never even met, but I know we're alike. We're alike because like me, you want more. You too want to quit being a spectator in your life and you want to be a participant. So I hope that when you tune in on Mondays to listen to these episodes, that you're not just doing it because my voice is soothing and it's calming and it relaxes you. And if that works for you, that's fine. But I hope that you're here truthfully and honestly, because it lights a spark in you to take action. It encourages you to bloom and to take others with you that when they see you doing that, they're inspired to do the same because they know that that's possible for them. I want my girls to see this. I want my girls to be a part of this because I want them to know if I can do it, they can do it. And I want that for you too. I hope that when you purchase a bloom box, you're not just doing it because you want what's inside of it. 
but I hope that you're doing it because you want to learn about the women behind it that help make it what it is to hear their story and to see their passion come to life when they share that with you. You know, that's what this is about. I could have gone and I could have picked items, could have gone to market and said, oh, I want a hundred of these and 250 of those like everybody else. This isn't like everybody else. This podcast isn't like everybody else. This box isn't like everybody else. I want it to be different. And that's the difference between talking about it and actually doing something about it. If I could tell you just one takeaway from this episode today, it is to start taking action. Even if it's messy, even if you don't know what to do next, even if you don't know what that looks like, even if you're comfortable where you're at, we know that growth does not happen in the comfort zone. And I can tell you that I do not know what's next. I do not know what's ahead, but I'm learning. I'm learning in the process. And that's a part of what this whole bloom journey is about. Don't just play the part, be the part. There is a difference. We can never lift a finger like my daughter with her, her fake nails. We can have someone always do it for us. We can raise our hand and we can say, I'm here to help. I'm here to serve. And I'm here to get those hands dirty. It is okay to get dirty. We put this label on it like, oh, it's not, it's not cool. Let somebody else do it for you. Order another one. Oh, that's gross. It's okay to make messes because when we're figuring this out, we're going to make messes. As I've said on here before, when we make those messes and we, we have an instance and something that we're working on, it does fail. Failure is not a characteristic trait. It doesn't define who we are. Did we fail in that actual moment? Maybe so. Maybe that thing that you were trying did not work out. But what it did is it told you that it gave you that experience that Maybe the way that you were doing it wasn't the right way. And you're going to try it a new way. And you're going to figure out how that new way is going to propel you forward to the next step. There's so much of this that we have to experience. We have to just figure it out. And if we don't have those experiences, we're never going to know. There's so much of this life that we need to experience. So don't be afraid of getting dirty. And I say this to you because this is a good reminder for me too. You know, especially as I get older, I think I've lost some of that. I've forgotten that it's okay to let loose, to let those things go so that I can create more of those memories and let those dishes pile up in my sink so that I can make more memories and make those dishes that bring people together around my table. I can quit worrying about what people think about how it looks and just enjoy their company and focus on rather than what it's supposed to look like or what I think it's supposed to look like on the outside and really focus on the inside and how it makes my heart feel. I'm going to drag out that paint, those things that my girls asked me to do. I want to paint my nails. I want to paint this picture. I want to paint this. I want to do that. I'm going to let them drag out that paint. I'm going to let them get messy. We're going to spend that time together. We're going to set up that spa and we're going to get all the things out. We can clean it up later, but I'm going to let my girls learn. You know, it's okay. Cook on your own. If you want to use every pan, And every spoon, every utensil that you want in the kitchen, that's fine. Use it. It's not about the mess. It's about the experience. It's about learning in that process. So if I never let them do anything, they don't learn. I have one daughter who has, she's always curious in the kitchen. She's always learning and doing things. And I have another one that's like, what's next? How do I, how do I cook my chicken fries? What do I push? 
because I haven't, I've done it for her. I haven't let her learn in the process. I haven't let her use her hands and gain that experience. So don't be afraid of the dirt. We've got to let that go. We've got to let this, this thought and idea of, you know, hiding the messy, we've got to let that go. Because sometimes it's in those messy moments that we discover not only something about ourselves, but something about those around us. You know, if we can truly just relax and let be, let it go, that's when we're going to enjoy this beautiful life. That's when we're going to enjoy these beautiful moments. So I want to say thank you to my sweet friend, Annie, for saving Thanksgiving and sharing her recipe with me, but also reminding me that the good ones are always dirty. And this reminds me of one of my favorite quotes from the Velveteen Rabbit. He said, you become. It takes a long time. That's why it doesn't happen often to people who break easily, who have sharp edges, or have to be carefully kept. Generally, by the time that you become real, most of your hair has been loved off, and your eyes drop out, and you get loose in the joints and very shabby. But these things don't matter. Because once you are real, you can't be ugly except to the people who don't understand. Don't be afraid of the dirt. Don't be afraid of the mess. Embrace it. Okay. I want to say thank you for being here today. I hope that these words make you stop and think about what you can do today or this week to get your hands dirty. Roll up those sleeves. Maybe it's just pulling out a recipe, one that's got a lot of grease stains on it. And maybe you take that and you cook a a meal for your family you cook it for somebody that, that needs it, take dinner to someone, or maybe it's just changing your perspective and looking at it in a way and appreciating the mess, being grateful for that mess and, and knowing that it has allowed you to spend time with the people you love. As we head into this last month of the year, I want you to remember that the good ones are always dirty. And I want you to know that you are free to let loose. Think about how those hands, those things, those powerful hands that you get to use and probably take for granted, like me, every single day, how you can use those to serve others. All right. Thank you. Thank you for spending time with me today. Um, If you like orange juice cake, I'm going to post it in the show notes. so You can go and find that there. It is easy. It is delicious. And it is bound to be the new Thanksgiving favorite right next to the turkey and mashed potatoes. So I hope you enjoy. And have a great week and I will talk to you soon. I'll see you next Monday. 